Welcome to Mind, Body, and Plate, the podcast all about uncomplicating the emotional side of eating so that you can have a peaceful relationship with food in your body. I'm your host, Norma Fran. I'm a life coach and integrative nutrition health coach. And I know firsthand how emotional eating, dieting, and body shame keep you small and steal away so much of your life. I also note the freedom that comes from breaking free of emotional eating, diet culture, and to finally make peace with food in your body. If you're ready to lose the mental and emotional weight of dieting and find your freedom, you are in the right place. So pop in those earbuds and let's go. Hey there, welcome to Mind, Body, and Plate. So this week I had someone ask me a question and then it popped up again with another person. So I thought, you know what, this is something I need to talk about on the podcast. So today I want to talk about how weight loss fits into my work with emotional eating. And like I said, these two conversations came up in the same week. So that just leads me to believe that might not be so clear. So I wanted to talk about it here today. So if you've spent any amount of time with my work, you know that I have a long history with weight loss and I have an ever-evolving opinion about dieting and weight loss. I don't think my story is much different from any other woman's. I've struggled with my weight my entire adult life. There isn't a diet on the planet that I haven't tried and failed, and sometimes multiple times. Now, it wasn't until I quit dieting in the way that I'd always done it that I finally got the results, and I lost over 100 pounds working with a weight loss coach. Now, I wasn't given a meal plan or an exercise schedule. In fact, not once in this program did anyone ever tell me what to eat. What was different was I worked on me and all the mental baggage that I'd been carrying around about myself and my body. And when I stopped trying to solve my weight problem with just diet and exercise, I lost weight. And while the weight loss was great, it ended up being only a byproduct of a much bigger thing that happened to me. And at the risk of sounding a little bit cliche, I experienced real honest-to-God transformation on the inside. I no longer feared being judged, and I have confidence now in myself that I never had before. And I can honestly say that I truly, really like who I am, and I don't need the external world to validate that for me. And most importantly, I took the time to understand my emotions and my emotional eating behaviors, where they came from. And I learned how to be compassionate with myself and how to tend to my emotions instead of pushing them away with food. And yes, I was and still am in a lot of ways a big emotional eater. Let me just say this, and I'm going to say it really loud so that even the people in the back can hear me. The transformation I got wasn't because I lost weight. Certainly, yes, that played a role. But the transformation was a result of that deep inner work I did of getting to know me and learning to trust myself. That's what created those amazing transformations. Now, in the weight loss, yes, again, it was great, but it turned out to be the consolation prize, or the byproduct of all that work. And I so mean that. 
So after doing that work and experiencing what's on the other side, I knew I had to find a way to help other women feel this way too, because we all deserved it. So I got certified as a life coach and later an integrative nutrition health coach. And here I am today telling my story to you on a podcast. Who would have thought? Certainly not me. I'm coaching women privately and I'm building an online community membership to help other women change their relationship with food in their body. Now, through all of that, my opinion about dieting and weight loss has done a little shape-shifting because I've learned more and I've experienced more. And whenever I think I've landed on something really awesome that could be really helpful, I learn more about it. I work with it and I make sure it makes sense. And if all of those things are in play, I add it to my toolbox and I shift it a little bit more. I shift my thinking about diet and weight loss and how it all fits. But what I keep coming back to is a version of the very question that I was asked earlier this week. How does weight loss and dieting fit into changing your relationship with food? Well, first, I don't believe it was ever about the food itself. It never was. It's about what food represents for you. And for most of us, it represents a pretty darn effective coping mechanism. Our brain actually views it as a survival mechanism. And for some of us, food is the tool that we use to regulate our nervous system when our emotions are just too big or feel unsafe. Now, not long ago, I wrote a blog post called Food Saved Me. And I'll link it up in the show notes, but I think this is a perfect example of how food was 100% a survival mechanism for me when I was going through a very traumatic event that happened in our family. And I do believe that if I didn't have that food, I don't know how I could have coped through it all. But here's what happens. And here's that interplay, I think, between emotional eating and dieting and weight loss. When food is your primary coping mechanism, you often find yourself in this loop. You have a stressor or a trigger. There's an emotional reaction and sometimes some self-critical thoughts. You become unable to regulate your nervous system. And then you use food to comfort or feel something different. And then in comes the shame and the guilt. And then just because you're feeling the shame and the guilt, that triggers more stress. And then you're right back at the top of the loop. You're feeling the stress. You have an emotional reaction. You get really self-critical. You're unable to regulate your nervous system. So you reach for food for that comfort and that relief. And then in comes shame and guilt over and over and over again. So here's where diets come into play with all this. We often think dieting is the solution to our emotional eating, right? So we try to control our emotional eating behaviors by dieting and restricting our food. And what happens when you're restrictively dieting? You're suppressing and you're mistrusting your own hunger signals. And when that happens, hunger increases. You tend to overeat or binge eat. And then here comes the shame and guilt again. And we just do this whole process over and over and over again. So to connect the dots, you emotionally eat because food is your only tool or coping mechanism. And when you do that, it leads you to shame, guilt, and body dissatisfaction. And when you're dissatisfied with your body and you're feeling lots of guilt and shame, you go on a diet. 
And what do you do? You take away the only means of coping with your emotions that you have. You take away the food. That triggers massive stress to your nervous system, which leads to a bigger overeat or a bigger binge and way more guilt and shame. My God, I'm I'm getting dizzy just talking about it. So dieting won't fix the parts of you that are suffering, the emotional parts of you that are suffering. And weight loss will not make all of your problems go away. Instead, we have to understand why emotional eating happens in the first place. It's that deeper inner work I talked about in the beginning. It's figuring out what your emotional wounds are and where they are and where they came from and why they still stick around. It's that work that's going to lead you to the real solutions. So this is where my work comes in. I help you understand your emotions and work on uncomplicating the emotional eating behaviors so that you can learn new coping mechanisms that don't always involve food. Sometimes they will, and that's perfectly fine. But when you can do that, when you can have a full toolbox of other ways to cope with whatever life throws at you, and you start implementing these things, what's going to happen is that one of the byproducts of that work will be weight loss. So here's something I want to make sure is really, really clear. I'm not saying you shouldn't want to lose weight or that pursuing weight loss is wrong. What I'm suggesting you consider is that there's something more important to deal with that could very well lead to weight loss without the usual restrictive dieting that we've always done. You simply can't outrun your emotional eating with a diet. It's just not possible. Now that said, I believe there's nothing wrong with pursuing weight loss either. But, and this is a big but, I've come to believe that until you uncomplicate emotional eating, you will continue to struggle. And it's nearly impossible to pursue weight loss at the same time that you're trying to understand and change your relationship with food and emotional eating. And that's all because of those two loops that I talked about just a little bit ago. You can't try to solve one problem by taking away the coping mechanism because then you just create a bigger problem. Dieting simply interferes with the process way too much. You have to make peace with food above anything else if you ever want to have true freedom. You just have to. So here's the last thing I'd like to make sure you know kind of on my perspective about dieting and weight loss. And this one really is important to me because I think about it a lot. I see it a lot. And I know it's something that gets in the way for so many of you. And here it is. You don't have to pick a side just because you want to lose weight. It doesn't mean that you're obligated to pick a program and stick to it as the diet culture world wants you to. And just because you want to lose weight doesn't mean you're fat phobic or just plain wrong as the anti-diet side kind of passive aggressively tries to convince you. You don't have to pick a side and wear the jersey. You get to do you. You take what you want and you leave the rest behind. That's become my motto because I was one of those people. If I went all in on a diet, I was all in. Didn't matter how it fit in my life or how it didn't. I just blindly followed. 
but you don't have to do that. And I use the anti-diet side of the equation because there's quite a bit they say that I am very much aligned with. I don't always like the approach. Like I said, I think it can be a little passive aggressive, but some of it makes sense. So I take what makes sense, I apply it, and I just leave all of the rest of it behind. Just kind of my motto now, take what you want, leave the rest behind. And you're welcome to adopt that with me too. So to wrap this all up and answer the question of how emotional eating and weight loss actually fits together, I'd say we have to stop making weight loss the primary goal. Waiting until you lose weight to work on the emotional side of the equation is just kind of backwards. And it will always keep you stuck in that loop that I talked about. So instead, let's start with your relationship with food and emotional eating. Learn new tools and coping strategies to reconnect you with your body and give yourself what you need physically and emotionally first. And then just let weight loss be the byproduct of that work. Real lasting change happens from the inside out. I believe that with everything in me. And that's how I see it all fitting together in mind, body, and plate. So I hope you found this helpful. As always, I am open to your questions and your comments about anything I talked about here today. You can send me a DM at Norma Fran Coaching on Facebook and Instagram, or drop me an email at support at normafrancoaching.com, and I will respond personally. Thank you for listening to today's show. You can find the show notes and resources by going to mindbodyandplate.com or visiting my Substack page at normafran.substack.com. If you'd like to learn more about the Mind, Body, and Plate community membership, go to normafrancoaching.com forward slash work with me. And if you found this episode helpful, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. It really is the best way to get this show in front of more women just like you who are ready to find their own food and body freedom. Until next time, have an uncomplicated week.